0: to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the Fruited Plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke here on another wild, whimsical, wise Wednesday, my friends. A little bit late getting out today for Torch Report 284 on the WEF and the Club of Rome. We will be talking about how evil is conspiring to coal the herd, connecting the dots, putting some things together. And I just, as I was getting into it, I got going further and further down the rabbit hole. So much stuff to read and dig into. So many sources here that really help make sense of what's happening with the Great Reset and uh, the depopulation agenda, sustainable development goals and all that. So yesterday was really a flurry of information. And one of the sources cited was the World Economic Forum's Global Risks Report 2023. That's a 98-page outline on what the Global Cabal uh, what they fear the most. You know, they they those factors that just might disrupt their plans to prod humanity into a dystopian socialist technocratic hell. You know, it's uh it's a dense report, friends, the global risks report, but it is it is worth the read if you want to kind of get up to speed on their plans. Now, as I was writing this today the reason I'm getting it out uh, I was holy smokes that you know that there's just so much there I realized man I've just wrote a 2000 page I mean sorry 2000 word essay uh, trying to get really clear on the underlying ideology, the driving force, the mentality that's driving what's happening in Davos today and realizing that it goes back hundreds of years. So should you choose to peruse the Global Risks Report, pay particular attention to the patterns in their language, because these patterns and language we're going to see connect way back. And one of the th- major themes in their Risks Report was the triple planetary crisis that supposedly hinges upon unsustainable population growth. Now, I will state at the outset, I do not believe that that's a scientifically-based uh, theory, but nevertheless, that's what they're operating on. And this allegedly unsustainable population growth is driving the radical climate agenda and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. So anyone keen to the darker side of the global cabal probably already understands that lurking beneath their fawning altruism is a sinister eugenicist's impulse. Ultimately, this small group of secret elite have been working towards the end of population control, of depopulating the earth of poor genetics, uh, of excess ignorant peasants, and they've been doing this for for hundreds of years. Now, if one were to allow the mind to entertain this aim of the global elite. We kind of, you know, empathize a little bit, put yourself in their shoes. And when you do that, it becomes clear that this depopulation agenda is the singular solution to all of the endless hysteria of all the different sustainability issues. Oh, my gosh. You know, the climate. Oh, my gosh. Dead. Oh, my gosh. All this, you know, uh, less mouth breathing, meat eating peasants translates directly into less planetary pollution, does it not? you know, less uppity, mouthy, liberty-loving, unruly peasants correlates directly with greater peace and stability in a civilized society. Does it not? So you see how the, the dots connect there. And at the end of the day, having less people on planet Earth pretty much solves all their problems from the perspective of the global elites. You know, less people on the planet leaves more room for the expansion of prosperity among those who are already living within the luxurious extravagance of society's most elite class. You know, it's not just rules for thee, but not for me. It's a life for me, but not for thee. In reality, these global elites, they're just looking out for their kids' future, right? They they, they want peace and prosperity for their own posterity. They are securing their legacies, no matter the cost or the human atrocity involved. The ends justify the means. It just makes sense. It's a natural human impulse, but they have the means to pull this off. And in their minds, depopulation is the only solution. Such are the limits of growth. The limits of growth. Dun, dun, dun. Luke, what are the limits of growth? <laughs> Friends, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I there's limits of growth. There's a book out there we're going to get to that in just a second. Uh, but toward the the end of last year, when I was doing some research, I had unintentionally stumbled into the world of secret societies. And in that process discovered that they had been deeply embedded within global politics, even, uh, the founding of our own country, American politics, George Washington stating that the Illuminati was running rampant, uh, you know, back during the age of the Revolutionary War. You know, all of this was happening before the founding of our country. And in Torch Report 257, The Anatomy of a Psyop, I had pointed out that the Club of Rome was a radical environmental cult that had been waging war against humanity since the 1970s. The Club of Rome, radical environmental cult. They've been out there since the 70s, you know, pushing this agenda to depopulate the earth. And I noted in Torch Report 257, The Anatomy of a Psyop, that their propaganda from the Club of Rome, it perfectly mirrors the talking points of the U.N. Sustainable Development Goals and the talking points of the Davos crowd in general, and that this is not a coincidence. Of course, you don't, you, I'm sure you, as the astute listeners here, would not assume that it was a coincidence. But uh, what was not documented in Torture Report 257 was the fact that this elite group is, in fact, driven by an unabashed eugenics agenda. And by extension, the entire environmental cult is being driven by the same eugenics impulse uh, to to call the herd to purge out the uh, lesser desirable qualities of of you know the poor ignorant peasants and all that kind of stuff, and this is true this eugenics agenda and this impulse to call the herd is true whether the useful idiots realize it or not okay so the environmental cult the people that have signed up to save the planet they don't realize that they're getting behind a eugenics agenda but it's there just the same and now today as the wf continues to preen about their plans to use ai for climate Adaptation. We're going to use artificial intelligence to push the climate agenda. (laughs) You know, what we have to realize is that humanity is under assault from the collective delusions of these sick individuals. Now, uh, with all that said, all that in mind, I grabbed this screenshot. I put a screenshot here in the article today. It was the the homepage of the World Economic Forum last week before they launched their Davos gathering and all that kind of stuff. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple or Google or wherever podcasts you're listening to, uh, you're not getting all the goodies unless you go to thetorchreport.com. Go to thetorchreport.com and you can see all the goodies like this screenshot from the WEF and it has the, the global risks report and it has this little picture of the earth with, uh, with the swirling lines around it, and it's, it's kind of glowing red in the background and all that kind of stuff. And just kind of absorb the impression of that image, if you will, and then let's make a comparison, because I want to introduce you to the limits of growth. The limits of growth is a report that was published by the Club of Rome to flesh out and bolster their project on the predicament for mankind. Yes, friends, the Club of Rome has a project for the predicament of mankind based on a report, the science that was created uh, in this Limits of Growth book. And if you look at the cover of the Limits of Growth, it too has a little globe with lines going around it. And also, I put some other images in there of the World Bank, which has a remarkably similar project. insignia or, or, you know, image associated with it. And I suppose that it's possible that all these images being so similar could just be coincidence, you know, but at this point, I'm kind of over coincidences. And I just want to point out that this information actually cropped up on my radar. I wasn't looking for this information. I was actually digging into the history of the World Economic Forum because of their, you know, their big Davos gathering this week at to fried a little bit of context, and what I learned was that early on in the history of the WEF, the World Economic Forum, uh, at an early speech in Davos by a man named Aurelio Pesci, Aurelio Pesci just so happened to be the first president of the Club of Rome, radical environmental cult hell-bent on depopulation, was one of the first speakers Uh, at Davos. It was actually the third year of Davos, 1973, and it was the year that they inaugurated the very first Davos manifesto. And I put a little uh, clip there from their report of their timeline from 1971 to 2020, and it shows all of what they've been working on throughout the years. At any rate, Aurelio Pesci spoke at the third Davos gathering 1973 exactly 50 years ago this year. Kind of an interesting uh, fact, right? And that initial inaugural Davos manifesto has been updated now for the 50th anniversary. Klaus Schwab revised it. Uh, You can check both of them there on the website. I put the link in the Torch Report today, so you can read both manifestos. But we got to kind of pass that rabbit trail in the interest of time because I got a lot of information to get here today. Might even have to break this into two different. Uh, podcast to keep it succinct and witty for your for your listening pleasure on your commute on your lunch break etc friends thank you for joining me by the way for the torch report the truth you can trust not because i'm asking you to take my word for it but because i do an obscene amount of reading and research to provide the sources that you need to develop your own informed perspective now according to the wef's historical records, Pesci's speech on the limits of growth was sensational. It was sensational! Woo-hoo! Yay! We got to limit the growth! And it was, in fact, what inspired the Davos uh, Manifesto. Uh, but, 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 was that what they called it? Yeah, the Davos Manifesto. So that that their whole... Manifesto was based on the principles presented in Pesci's speech, and these principles were based on Malthusian concepts, which we're going to unpack here in just a little bit. But just uh, quote not the report says, reiterating, uh, this is from the WEF's history. It says, reiterating, talking about. Aurelio Pesci's speech, okay? WEF historically recounting Joe Pesci's speech for the Davis Manifesto. He says, reiterating some of the same concerns about demographics that the 18th century scholar Thomas Malthus had expressed, the authors examined several scenarios for the global economy and outlined the choices that society had to make to reconcile economic development and environmental constraints. End quote. Now, of course, the premise here is that society has to make choices in order to reconcile with environmental constraints. And doesn't that sound familiar? This is the exact same thinking as the current thrust of the globalist agenda, the one agenda, the rule them all, the one health initiative, environmental agenda, et cetera. You know, this is how the WEF justifies their efforts to institute global governance via the UN Agenda 2030 and their so-called Sustainable Development Goals, okay? It's important to note that Thomas R. Malthus uh, and his Malthusian cult followers, they believe that they have to manually control the human population with what they call preventative checks or else in the malthusian theory humanity will outgrow the ability to sustain the population meaning we can't grow enough food to provide for the f- population and again does that sound familiar this is in fact the pinnacle of population control and it is precisely it is precisely what we see playing out in the globalist uh, propaganda to this very day right now on the global stage in davos so just to show you how directly the Malthusian thinking is related to the WEF and the Sustainable Development Goals, I want you to consider this excerpt from the 2023 Global Risks Report. And it says, quote, countries have become even more heavily import-dependent Unable to scale food production to meet the demands of population growth given water stress and deteriorated soil conditions, end quote. Okay, so the WEF Global Risks Report says, you know, countries are unable to scale food production to meet the demands of population growth. Mm, okay, let's compare those words to the night. Uh, I'm sorry, 1798, 1798 Malthusian essay on the principles of population. This is the underpinning philosophy of the limits of population uh, essay and book. Malth- uh, Malthus says this. He says, "Quote: When subsistence is scarce in proportion to the number of people." When subsistence is scarce in proportion to the number of people, it is of little consequence whether the lowest members of society possess 18 pence or 5 shillings. They must at all events be reduced to live upon the hardest fare and in the smallest quantity, period, end quote. Now— what he's saying here is exactly the same thing you know you can't scale the food production it's not enough food for the for the overpopulation what they call the excess population we'll see here in just a second and he's saying this is ultimately you know it, it It doesn't matter how much the minimum wages you give to the peasants. You know, they're ultimately going to have to be reduced to living on the hardest fare and the smallest quantities. Otherwise, it's simply not sustainable. And Malthus, Thomas Malthus, of the Malthusian principles of population control, goes on to say, quote, "...we tell the common people that if they will submit to a code of tyrannical regulations, they shall never be in want." They do submit to these regulations. They perform their part of the contract, but we do not. Nye cannot perform ours. And thus, the poor sacrifice the valuable blessing of liberty and receive nothing that can be called and an equivalent in return, a period, end quote. Friends, does that not sound familiar? You know, they tell you, hey, you know, if you just play by the rules that we come up with, then you're never going to, you know, you're going to have everything you ever needed diversity, equity, and conclu- inclusion, and, and everything is going to be fair and safe and just. And, you know, of course, they can't make everything fair and safe and just. They can't perform their end of it. But people forfeit their their liberty and get nothing in return, essentially. It, it, they become slaves of the state. And this, again, pointing back to the fact that this was uh, a theory that actually predates even Marxism, Malthusianism is—, is You know, it feeds into the thoughts of Marxism that, you know, that uh, are flourishing maybe a century later. But right now, to this very day, this is how the global cabal thinks. And not surprisingly, Malthus, uh, Thomas Malthus of the Malthusian theory, he was born into the elite upper class. And his Malthusian theory of population control made a very strong and immediate impact on British social policy. That's a historical record there. And it also made a big impact on the Club of Rome, Aurelio Pesci, and the modern global cabal. Now, we see how it all ties together here. What we have is a long history of global elite aristocrats trying to figure out how to control and reduce the human population. And in Malthusian terms, the globalist agenda seeks... Nothing less than, quote, the removal or mitigation of the evils arising from the principles of population, period. (laughs) Okay. They want to remove or mitigate the evils of overpopulation arising from the principle of population and kind of putting it uh, out there in a rather blunt passage from the book, The Limits of Population. Here's their logic. They say, quote, Finding, therefore, that from the laws of nature we could not proportion the food to the population, our next attempt should naturally be to proportion the food population to the food, period, end quote. Okay, that's Malthus, you know, again, born into the elite class, and he's saying, hey, we can't proportion the food to the population, so naturally what we need to do is proportion the population to the food. And just to be clear, to proportion the population means to reduce the population, okay, just to be crystal clear on that. And thus, to reduce the evils arising from population, it becomes logically necessary to reduce the population. And this is, friends, an unshakable conviction amongst the global elite to this very day. And, <laughs> oh, man, that's what they're talking about. So when they're using the hidden league language, we know there's more to the story. So that brings me back to the Club of Rome and uh, the forward to the book, The Limits of Growth, which was commissioned by the Club of Rome rooted in Malthusian population controls and hailed by the W.E.F. And the the book says this. It says, out of this new meeting grew the Club of Rome, an informal organization that has been aptly described as an invisible college. Its purposes are to foster understanding of the varied but independent components of economic political, natural, and social dynamics that make up the global system in which we all live to bring that new understanding to the attention of policymakers and the public worldwide, and in this way to promote new policies, initiatives, and action, and I would add that depopulate the earth (laughs) and control the human population. Friends, does that sound familiar? Because it sounds like something straight off the WEF website, and in fact, it is uh, very, very, very similar, uh, uh, congruent it is virtually identical the vision of the Club of Rome is virtually identical to the vision of World Economic Forum they're sharing the same principles and assumptions based on the same Malthusian uh, delusions but both organizations are continuing to advance their depopulation agenda and that's something friends we'll have to dig into even deeper tomorrow, we are out of time for today, friends if you are enjoying this podcast please take the time to find that little heart and click that heart, you can find it on the Substack app or on the website thetorgereport.com uh, don't forget, you can join the Patriot Club to help support this publication. Of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Friends, get out there and embrace this wild Wednesday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.